All right, welcome back to the Baseball Playground. I'm Coach Matt McGowan. I'm Jacob O'Dell. And we're extremely happy and excited to have an extremely talented young freshman, Mick Paul from LSU. He's part of the dynamic SEC LSU Tigers that are taking everybody by storm right now. Mick, thank you so much for being on the podcast. Yeah, thank you for having me. Mick, so excited you're here. Talk to us about your journey to the SEC and to LSU because, you know, knowing you, you had uh, an offer to go to Arizona. Coach Jay Johnson leaves. You end up going to LSU. How, tell, tell us about that. Well, I was originally going to Arizona. Uh, I committed there my going into my junior year, I believe. You know, Coach Johnson, uh, I feel like the relationship we built um, in that recruiting process, you know, his style of game and, you know, his whole development and what I thought just where I could take my, my skills and my talents and, and really improve as a ball player and an individual overall. I feel like that was the place to go um, and to play for him. And, you know, when he got the job here, um, my first thought was, you know, I, I want to play for this coach. And so, you know, we uh, got in touch um, when, once things kind of settled down, you know, the whole transition process. And, uh, you know, he offered me a spot here, and it was hard to turn down. Um, and just grateful to be here. So that's kind of how that whole thing shook out. Talk about, you know, the everyday day-to-day process of a freshman who's on a team with, I mean, a lot of draft picks loaded. Um, you know, the day-to-day grind and, and kind of what your, you know, what your process is like. You know, I think something that's big for me is just making everyday count. Um, you know, learning from these guys while they're here. Um, you know, Paul and Dylan, especially, you know, everyone in the locker room really just is, a phenomenal, phenomenal ball player, um, and there's a lot to learn from them. So, you know, just picking their brain here and there, you know, I'm sure I could probably bug them from time to time, just, uh, you know, asking them questions. But, uh, you know, it's something that I really want to take advantage of because, you know, these guys are, are big leaguers. Um, it's not every day that you have that opportunity. So, um, yeah, really just learning from them, you know, um, seeing how they go about their process, trying to emulate that each and every day, um, and really just – getting 1% better each and every day um, is really the goal over here. So Yeah, constantly improving yourself is the overall perspective, right? And that's what a lot of, like we had Paul on the show, and that's one of the huge topics that he was harping on is just the guys that are around you motivate each other. They get each other stronger, you know, bigger mentality, better mentality on all that stuff. When you were in high school, you had a, like, like you said, you know, wanted to go to Arizona, and then now you're over at LSU. Run me through that recruiting process, right? Where you're a high school sophomore, right? And you're talking to coaches already. And then you kind of just had this whole 180 switch on you. Run me through that. It was definitely something that I wasn't really prepared for, you know. Um, I'm like the only kind of baseball guy in my family um, in terms of like, you know, like playing in college and stuff. So um, this whole recruiting process, it was it was very new to us. Um, and we were lucky to have people to uh, help us through it. And so we could like ask questions and whatnot. But yeah, that uh, summer, um, when Coach Johnson got the job here, uh, it was something that, you know, I wasn't uh, really prepared for. But you know, I wasn't surprised either, because, you know, he deserves every bit of this job. Um, you know, he's the best coach in the country. So uh, I was, uh, you know, my first thought is always kind of like, you know, where where to go from here, right? So um, I just reached out uh, a couple of days after he uh, got the job, and you know we hopped on a phone call, and we kind of just 
talked about, you know, how things were going to look, and I ended up making the trip down here to check it out, and, you know, it's a very different scene from Arizona, so just making sure I, I like it, and, um, you know, I was prepared for SEC style of game, you know, it's a, it's a lot different, so. This episode is presented by Vi Training Gloves, helping you train to become a pro. Use code BP for 10% off your order. Sounds awesome. You talked about preparation, being prepared for the SEC, and I mean, it's it's the best conference in, in the country. It's The atmospheres are, are absolutely amazing. You guys just broke the attendance record for uh, people at a game. Talk about the preparation from high school to, you know, to your days at LSU. I mean, were you prepared immediately or was it was there a process of like, oh man, I, I need to spend some extra time doing things? Or do you feel that, you know, your high school prep, uh, preparation prepared you to, to be successful at LSU? You know, in high school, I feel like I was, uh, I tried to focus on staying disciplined, you know, in the classroom, um, in the weight room. Um, and that's just always kind of been a part of my character. So I feel like that really helped me prepare because, you know, coming into this scene, um, you know, it's like going into the lines then, you know, so you, you got to be ready. And um, I think, uh, playing summer ball uh, a couple months ago uh, for the Marshalls in Utah really really helped me to prepare. Um, they really ran it as a college team would, um, and that's where Coach Johnson um, sent most most of his guys to Arizona. And uh, yeah, those coaches over there just really kind of prepared me and uh, kind of ran things the way that a lot of college programs do. And so it kind of gave me some insight into what to expect over here, and really just to hone in on a lot of different skills. Um, and, you know, like the bunting game, uh, you know, steals and stuff like that, like really all-encompassing. So that that really helped too. I think, you know, on the weight room side, um, I, was, I felt pretty uh, prepared, trying to get better each and every day and, and get stronger. Um, and so once I got here, you know, just try, trying to keep that same mindset. And, uh, yeah, just not trying to do too much, but just, you know, get my work in and, and keep on the grind, really. Yeah, the Utah Marshall, Sam Swanson does a great job over there. Um, you know, I, we've played at them uh, with our travel teams many times in Vegas and, and other tournaments. You talk about the Utah Marshall, you talk about summer ball. Um, summer ball is a grind for a lot of players, but it also expedient or it, it it makes the process a lot faster for you to be prepared for 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 the college level. Did you have LSU guys that were on that team that helped you understand what you're getting yourself into, or was that just a you know mixed bag of kids all over the place? Uh, that team was mostly, I would say, Pac-12. So a lot of Air- yeah. yeah, a couple of Arizona guys, um, Stanford, uh, a couple of Cali schools. Um, no LSU guys on that team, but I believe a couple are going to go this upcoming summer. Um, and yeah, it's uh it's every day, you know, um, double headers, and they really just kind of build that mental toughness you know because it's a it's a long season so just being prepared going in and uh you know taking care of your body that's that's big time so they really did a good job with that and uh yeah I think it's a great program and it's only going up from here so I'm excited for the guys that are playing there coming up how did you showcase your talents and skills whether it was showcases you know contacting coaches recruiting film what was that like for you with the recruiting process? I wasn't as big into the showcases, you know, not like these national kind of perfect game um, or stuff like that. Um, I played with uh, Mountain West Baseball Academy back in Utah, um, and those coaches helped me to get in touch with some schools. Um, 
And, uh, yeah, I think just reaching out and, and taking advantage of the resources that you have, you know, um, constantly just emailing and getting in touch with schools and let them know you're interested and um, kind of just showcasing yourself, right? Like, uh, you know, you're doing good in the classroom, um, staying disciplined and all that stuff because it all really matters, you know. Um, that's kind of something we focus on here. Everything matters, you know, the classroom, the weight room. It all translates to uh, the field, so that's something that I always worked on. And um, yeah, I think uh, I was uh, grateful to have a couple coaches that would help me, um, you know, get in touch. And that's how I actually got in touch with Coach Johnson. Was um, a guy by the name of Matt Richter. He was with I think Baseball Factory at the time, um, and he had played against Coach Johnson, coached against him. He's known him for like twenty plus years. And he's like, you know, I think this could be a great fit. Like, um, let me see, like, if I can get you guys in touch and whatnot. But that was kind of how it all started. So you talk about everything matters, and, and I, I try to harp on that with uh, the high school kids that we coach and and that we talk to. In my opinion, everything is relational. Everything relates to one another, right? If you study really hard, you're going to get really good grades. If you work really hard in the weight room, you're going to get stronger. Um, if you hit, uh, you know, after practice, you're going to be a better hitter. Talk about, you know, just dealing with some of these guys that, you know, like you said, they're going to be pro baseball players. You're, you're with them every day. You're hitting in the cages with them. You're on the field with them. Is there something that separates those guys from maybe somebody else? Or is there something that you see that, that they all have? Just making every rep count, you know, honestly. Um, not really letting them just go by the wayside. Um, you know, watching Dylan Cruz in the cage, he's never just, you know, taking cuts just, you know, for fun, right? He's being diligent about it, uh, you know, working at bats off the machine, uh, you know, staying late after practice to get more at bats, you know, off that thing because it's we have this machine that like can spit sliders, all this stuff, and so you know it really gives you advantage to you know get at bats and really, uh, and so he's always on that. And yeah, like with Paul, um, I think he was saying he's here, you know, like nine to twelve hours every day, right? Um, and you know he is he's he's taking care of his body doing cold tubs and stuff he's throwing and so yeah i mean it's kind of a uh, a common theme to just see those guys here all the time i would say just you know constantly investing in yourself now seeing them there like you said 9 hours 12 hours a day you know these guys not taking any any reps off does that motivate the rest of the team because it's like if if our best players are doing that then we should all be doing that for sure, yeah, it's definitely a you know lead by example type of thing, um, and I think our team uh, has a really great chem- chemistry. Um, you know, the older guys set a really good example. Um, it's all really like team led, take initiative, right? Um, you know, we don't really have to be like told by the coach to do something. We wanna we wanna make it happen, right? And I think that's kind of a, a theme of great teams is is working together to get stuff done and and you know learn from mistakes and you know just just getting ready for the weekend. At what point did you know that this team was a national championship contender? Probably just once I got on campus and, you know, we started <laughs> getting into fall ball, you know, really. Um, just that competition right off the bat um, in these scrimmages and stuff, it's, it's, uh, it's pretty elite. So, I mean, really just harping on, working together, um, and kind of being the, this uh, selfless player right across the board, um, knowing that, you know, someone's going to get the job done. Um, that's really what it's about um, to win. So, yeah, I think uh, just really improving every day, um, 
like the team we were in the fall is completely different from the team now. And, you know, just because we worked it, working together and, and really just getting better. So um, I would say, yeah, back in the fall is really when I knew that we're, uh, we're going to be a solid team if we can just work hard and, and get things done. And baseball is a game of failure. So, you, of course, you're learning from all those experiences and you're, you're tacking on records uh, just by putting the work in. Now, with that said, though, is how do you how are you, you know, McPaul, how are you staying motivated and determined when you are facing challenges, whether, you know, you go 0 for 4, um, you know, a lot of kids throw their bat, throw their helmet, get upset at themselves. And it's like, dude, like baseball is a game of failure, like stuff happens. Right. So how do you keep that strong mentality, whether, you know, things are going right versus things that are going wrong? Yeah, um, like you said, it's, it's part of the game, you know, um, and something that Coach Johnson talks a lot about here is, um, you know, we want to be different, right? We want to, we want to win a national championship. So to do that, like we got to hold ourselves to a different standard, um, and we got to do those hard things, like, you know, when you're angry, when you want to, you know, hit your helmet against the wall, like you got to have some self control and know that, you know, you, you can't let that dictate your next at bat or you know your next inning on the mound, um, and so really just getting to that next pitch and staying locked in. Um, pitch to pitch and, and really just taking it one pitch at a time. Um, and I think something that's always helped me is, uh, I think it was Bader um, was talking on like MLB Network or something. And he said, even if you're 0 for 3, you got to have your best at bat, you know, like at the end of the game, you know, it's it's really what counts. And so just staying locked in and, and sticking to your approach and just being ready for when your pitch comes or, or when your moment on the on the mound comes, just knowing that your preparation um, is ready to showcase. So, You're absolutely right. I think learning how to fail, understanding that failure is part of the game and, and realizing that uh, that next at bat, it, you're, you know, is a new at bat. It's a new it's a new journey. It's a new fight. Um, what advice would you give a player maybe at, in the high school ranks that, you know, it's kind of in your, was in your situation, right? Like they didn't really have the questions. They didn't really know who to ask or who to talk to. It was a different experience for them um, as the first baseball player to go through the process. What advice would you give, uh, give those players? Yeah. Um, I would say just continue to take initiative, um, continue to reach out um, and keep working hard for sure. Um, you know, it's easy to kind of look around and be like, man, this guy's, you know, He's got an offer here or there, uh, you know, feeling like you're kind of in the back of the pack, um, just, you know, working hard and and knowing that, you know, everyone's kind of journey is different, right? Um, it'll all shake out differently. And so just taking it day by day, really, um, getting in the weight room, you know, getting your, your cuts in or your reps on the mound in. Um, and when your time comes, just, you know, take that opportunity. Uh, but yeah, just don't compare yourself to you know the kids around you, um, and just keep working hard. Really, what are some of those common misconceptions that a lot of players have about the recruiting process? Maybe just feeling like you know you gotta you gotta commit somewhere or you gotta make something happen like freshman year or sophomore year. You know, um, like you, uh, I don't want to say there's always time, but you know you don't have to rush everything. Um, and just trust in the process and 
and knowing that it'll come, right? If you're if you're doing the work, you know, coaches are going to see, um, you know, where it's going to get around, and they're going to recognize your hard work and, and your talent. What's the best advice that you've gotten at LSU from the coaches, from a player, um, something that, you know, you'll hold on to when you play pro ball and, and you move on? I think really just not letting failure dictate your future opportunities in the game. Um, I would say just taking it one pitch at a time because it's easy to get wrapped up in, you know, what you did your last at bat or something. Um, and so really just staying engaged and, um, you know, like I said, sticking to your approach. you got to be 100% committed to your approach at the plate. Um, you can't have a divided mind. Um, and so, yeah, just uh, believing in, in yourself and knowing what kind of makes you great as a ball player, knowing your skills, knowing your talents. You know, um, like for me, it's, you know, working counts, seeing pitches, you know, line drives, stuff like that. It's not, you know, I'm not going to be the guy that's pumping 20 homers a year, you know, so just staying consistent in, in your game plan. Yeah, knowing who you are. Exactly. Right? I feel like a yeah. lot of players don't understand that. They don't understand, hey, you're a singles guy. Hit singles. You know, don't try to hit home runs. I, we deal with that. I deal with that right now at the high school level. I have guys that, you know, want to go big fly, and it's like, man, you're five foot four, a buck 30. Like, that's not going to – that doesn't play. Yeah. So um, – Yeah, which doesn't mean that, that you can't, you know, hone those other, those other talents and skills, but just – not comparing yourselves to other guys who might be bigger and stronger, right? Um, just sticking to what makes you great. Yeah. Understanding your abilities and, and how to maximize maximize your abilities uh, to get the most out of them. As an outfielder and, and as somebody who, again, is dealing with, you know, the pressure of LSU, right? Because you have pressure. You have, you know, it's title or bust. I mean, your fans are, are extremely hardcore. The alumni are extremely hardcore. Talk about the the added pressure that's on you every day, you know, where it seems like kids can't make mistakes. Kids can't fail because you're dealing with so much pressure that's added on. Right. Um, something that's always kind of stuck with me is, is you know, pressure is a privilege, right? Um, it's something that can really take you to the next level um, if you know how to kind of just stay within yourself and stick to your game plan, right? Um and acknowledging that, you know, you are going to fail, right? No matter how many people are in the crowd, like, you're probably going to strike out at some point, you know. Um, you know, Kobe missed a bunch of game-winning shots, right? Jordan, you know, like all these guys failed a bunch before they, you know, got recognized for hitting that one shot um, at the end of the game. And so just, yeah, I would say working hard every day. Um, and, you know, that pressure kind of keeps me going in the sense that, you know, it's it's a awesome opportunity to play here. Um, you know, and so just yeah, working hard and uh, just preparing for when you know you step on that field because you got to trust that you know when it's game time, it's time to compete. And you know, you're not thinking about your swing, or you're not thinking about whatever it is. Um, it's time to to go win out there. And so just taking it one day at a time for me, um, and you know, not not getting ahead of ourselves and, and thinking about this series or that series or anything like that. But, you know, whether it's practice that day or, or the game that day, like you got to be ready and that's what matters. Um, and Coach Johnson always says, you know, every game is a playoff game. So, um, like, 
even if it's a midweek, uh, you gotta you know really stick to it and and stay focused. And you know when postseason comes and you know wherever you are in a super regional or regional, knowing that you know you just played fifty six playoff games, right? Like if you really stick to that and keep your focus there and treat it as such, um, just really prepares you. You know when the when the pressure's really on. You talk about trusting the process, and I wrote it down, and, and pre- pre- uh, pressure is a privilege. You know, as a player that, again, highly touted out of out of Utah, I mean, I believe you played for your state title, right, as a senior. Um, you've done a lot of things. You've accomplished a lot of things. You get to LSU, and, and, you know, you're not maybe a starter every game, or you're not playing as much as as you would want to, right, coming right into, into college, but understanding that it is a process and trusting the process. Has that helped you develop because you're working with these guys every day and these coaches and you understand that hey when my number's called I'm ready but it's also again pressure and privilege and and being ready to go yeah 100 percent um yeah just uh really just working every day and and not stressing about some of that stuff right um knowing that these guys you know they're the ones who um are going to contribute the most right um and knowing that you know i still gotta hone in on some things and and continue to work and you know get bigger get stronger um but yeah i think just watching the game kind of unfold for me um kind of learning um you know in different situations right um whether that's like a base running mistake or something that that happened right like jotting it down and and you know using that later on right when the time comes and knowing that okay you know um I've watched it all happen before. I know what to do. Right, I can just go out there and play. I'm ready. I'm prepared. Um, and so that's something that I'm, I'm working on right now. You know, because um, you know, there's however many at bats in a game. Like, you can visual visualize yourself up there and and you know have 50 mental at bats in a game. So that's something that I like to focus on for sure. What's your at bat routine? and preparation for at-bats when you're facing, you know, guys who are throwing 95 to 100, right? So what's that routine like and the preparation like that you have, but also what you see other guys doing? Yeah, I think something that's big for just about everyone on the team is breathing for sure. Slowing yourself down. um, And uh, for me, I like to visualize, uh, you know, the pitcher, um, like whether that's on deck, you know, I like to kind of see the pitcher in, in his release point. Um, you know, how we kind of know his ball might be running. You know, is he a sinker guy? Is he a rise guy? You know, thinking whether to get on top or, you know, stay inside the baseball. Um, that's something that's big for me and just really slowing down and and just focusing on my pitch, really focusing on on the pitch I can do damage with and, you know, pretty much taking everything else, um, which is something big. Uh, here that we focus on, um, you know, working counts and stuff. Uh, like Paul mentioned, you know, not swinging at balls, period, right? Like that's out of the question. So, um, yeah, that's kind of my bat routine, just, just visualizing and, and breathing and slowing myself down. Um, but, yeah, just make sure it's consistent. You know, you, you watch Dylan hit, and it's the same thing every time, really, uh, which is it's really cool, man. He's, he's fun to watch. So Now – how often do you pick their brains? Is it an everyday thing? Is it an every week thing? Is it every hitting session thing um, where it's like, hey, Dylan, 
you know, look at my swing, tell me what, what you think. Talk, talk to us about that. Yeah, I think, I wouldn't say essentially necessarily every day, um, but, you know, when we're, when we're in the cage, I like to just kind of ask Dylan, you know, what he's kind of thinking about, you know, like, are you, I'll like kind of watch his swing and, you know, I'm like, are you kind of like consciously, consciously thinking, you know, kind of like, not, like you don't want to like slam that heel too much, kind of like stay on that toe, sort of some something that he kind of, um, you know, works on. Uh, and so just kind of getting uh, some info from some of the guys, you know, across the board, um, even some freshmen, you know, just, you know, what are you kind of thinking? What are you, what, what feels good in your swing? What kind of, you know, cues do you like to think about? Because um, that just kind of expands your, your toolkit, right? Um, but really just, um, you know, knowing what works for you. So, you know, even if it, it works for Dylan, like it might not necessarily work for me. So I just like to see kind of what guys are thinking, really. What separates you from everybody else that you've played with in high school and in college? Yeah, I think for me, um, just not getting wrapped up in, in failure or like for me, if I start off, you know, not playing great or if I'm not getting the time that I want, just continue to work. Um, you know, I'm someone who, you know, will be at the field um, for for a good minute, for a good while each day. Um, you know, I really just, it's not, you know, just because I want to be here, but because I feel like I really got to get better and, and I want to continue to invest in myself. So just, I think I'm able to kind of stay patient and um, self-aware really, and know that, you know, okay, I got to improve in this area. Um, you know, my mindset's got to be, got to be better. Um, really, that's, I would say that kind of separates me for sure. Um, just looking at the long run, not necessarily the, you know, a short time frame. Yeah, you're not afraid to grind. Yeah, that's exactly, yeah. I, I feel like exactly. that's, that's, that's it in a nutshell, right? And trusting the process, knowing who you are. I mean, this has been fantastic, because I think you've, you've hit the nail on the head with a lot of things that I think a lot of high school players have to understand, you know, right now, high school kids transfer from school to school, um, you know, the portals out there and, and things like that. And, um, you know, I think a lot of people don't understand that it is a grind, no matter where you go. Um, you know, yeah, you might be playing here, but you're still gonna have to grind to be good. And, and I think that you trusting your process and knowing who you are individually is gonna separate you and, and, you know, I'm excited to see bigger and and see some see some rings on the, those fingers. So um, it's going to be exciting yeah. for sure. Where do you see yourself, you know, in the next year to five years? I want to continue to play baseball. You know, I want to continue to to um, just get better each day. Um, it's kind of an obsession, really, man. Um, you know, just thinking all the time, how can I take my game to the next level? Um, and just letting me or letting that take me where it needs to, right? Um, obviously, I want to, you know, play professional baseball um, and play in the big leagues one day. But um, just I got to focus on today and what I can do today to put me in the position to do that, right? So um, not necessarily looking just at the end goal, but the process and how I get there and really breaking that down because you know that makes that makes your goal tangible and you can, you know make a checklist each day and know that you're doing those things. And, you know, in five years or 10 years, if that's not where I am, then, you know, so be it. I can look back and know that I gave it all I had. So 
I mean, that's that's where I want to be in five years though, or, or however long. You're gonna have a very long career. I think we all know that. I think everyone that's seen you seen you play knows that that's that's gonna be the that's what's gonna happen. Um, probably the biggest question I have sitting here talking and knowing that you're from Utah is what pro team do you root for? Because like Utah doesn't yeah. have one, so right. Um, for me growing up, I was actually a a Red Sox fan. My dad was from back East. So, um, you know, he spent some time in Boston and we went to Fenway a couple of times and, you know, it's hard not to root for him when you're there. Um, and you know, that stadium is just, it's awesome. So I grew up a Red Sox fan, but my aunt, uh, actually lives in New York. And so she kind of converted my sister to be a Yankees fan. So we kind of got a inner family rivalry so kind of makes things interesting mick we got three questions for you we ask everybody it's called the last three outs what's your favorite food i would honestly say sushi i think sushi might be my favorite food excellent favorite movie something i watched recently that's got to be at the top of my list is is goodwill hunting i like goodwill hunting that's great movie great all movie. time yeah. oscar winning movie yeah yeah big time favorite baseball player alive or dead man I would say right now, I'd say Trey Turner. I think he's someone that he's someone that I like to, you know, kind of emulate in, in the way he plays. Um, he's someone that I really look up to. He's fun to watch. Yeah. Mick, thank for you sure. so much for being on the podcast. Nothing but great things. We're so excited for you and your future. Um, we talked to Paul, you know, what, last, a couple last episodes week. ago, and he said we're doing, we're doing part two of this in, in Omaha. So are we doing it part That's two awesome. in Omaha? Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> That's sweet. All right. So we'll be seeing you in Omaha. That's the plan yeah. at least. And uh, thank you again for being on the podcast. Thanks, Mick. What's up, guys? This is Mick Paul from LSU. Like and subscribe to the Baseball Playground.